You are listening to Future Net Zero, a platform to help businesses and the wider community improve our lives and our planet by achieving net zero. Can a small business start a hassle-free, low-cost, net zero journey? Yes, it can. In this podcast, Summit Bose, founder of Future Net Zero, speaks to Pete Starr of training company Chili Pepper Developments about how he has done just that with help from James Staniforth from Sustainable Business Services. Welcome to this Future Net Zero podcast. Today I'm joined by James Staniforth, founder of Sustainable Business Services and Pete Starr from Chili Pepper Development, talking about the Future Net Zero standard, which James has had the conversation with Pete and Pete signed up to it. But before we start and talk about that, tell us a little bit about your businesses. Uh, James, what does Sustainable Business Services actually do? Thanks, Summit. So Sustainable Business Services are committed to working with business to realise a sustainable, low carbon and cost effective future. We work in partnership with organisations to future proof their business through carbon accounting, tailored utilities procurement and targeted ongoing management, offering a true 360 service. And is your background in sort of the, the, of the energy side and how important has the net zero sort of conversation been for you personally over the last couple of years? Yeah, my background is utilities, uh, water and energy. Net zero has become more prevalent, certainly from the public sector side of uh, historic procurement and um, will continue to be so moving forward. And, And Pete, tell us a little bit about Chili Pepper Development, although I know you're going to change your name to something slightly shorter and Hotter even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a rebrand is in process to shorten it to Chile. We're a training provider to sales, sales leadership and executive coaching. And we really focus on balancing the emotional intelligence and also the strategic intelligence of how people behave. So we look to improve human to human contact in any of those environments. And we do this through a range of either physical classroom based learning or virtual classroom based learning or a wider blended approach to that as well. In terms of your kind of background, obviously, you know, in the training background, did you ever think about sort of carbon before the last kind of couple of years? Um, Not specifically for my business, because I had the impression that it would be a nice to do, but we're too small to make a difference. Um, But that really shifted significantly last year. And since having conversations with Sustainable Business Services and James just has accelerated and expanded what my viewpoint is now massively compared to what it used to be and it matters for your business to show these credentials does it now it's not yet business critical in 2021 but it will be by the end of 2021 and certainly beyond james can you explain you know why you wanted to be involved in the standard and particularly with all that's happened this past week with some real refocusing of targets why you think it might help to shift the dial in terms of the SME sector particularly? Yeah, absolutely, Summit. So fundamentally for me and for our organisation, we we firmly believe there is a climate emergency. Um, We're really passionate about the environment and business and believe that collectively business can make the biggest difference in supporting our government's net zero ambition. As you mentioned, with the recent announcements, there is going to be a continued focus on the legislation looking down at the SME sector. And for me, the uh, Future Net Zero standard is a key tool to enable us and our customers to manage that journey. 
In terms of your customer base, before we talk to, to Pete, how big a story is Net Zero? How much awareness is there amongst customers? Because let's be honest, we're still in the midst of the pandemic. The, the real thing is, you know, getting your business to survive. And that has been the, the overall thinking for all of us. But have you noticed that, you know, as we hopefully get to this kind of tipping point that we're, we're coming out of it, there is a real awareness that things are going to be a bit different this time? Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with that. So both across our customer base, which is typically SME organizations, health sector, sales training firms, um, beauty retail organizations, the net zero and climate conversation is certainly becoming absolutely more prevalent. And, and we see that also through our wider networking work that we do through non-customers, the, the subject of sustainability and climate change is always the topic that every group continues to talk about post-networking and our customers and web inquiries are driving a lot more traffic into us at the moment. And Pete, for your company, you're a training company. Why are you interested in Net Zero? started off really summit that I wanted to do something. It, we're, a, we're a micro business and often... The thought is it's it's up to the big businesses to make an effort, but there's so many hundreds of thousands of micro businesses out there, and if we all take our take our part, then we can make that small difference that kind of culminates. So it was really stimulated through lockdown and watching some of the David Attenborough programs and having the awareness about the global element of a pandemic and therefore also the other global things that we're facing. And also from my, from my kids, my kids are 15 and 11. They're learning about the environment at school. And so it was through lots of different moments of conversation, I guess, um, drove me to think about, well, for, for my business, that at the start of the pandemic, we were predominantly classroom-based, so a physical learning provider. Um, then thinking, what do I do to grow the business? But then how can I grow the business, but also contribute at the same time? And that was my real kind of driver to reach out and then talk to James to help me actually facilitate being able to do that. And in terms of kind of, you know, uh, as you say, micro business, we're, we're the same. So, you know, the vast majority of businesses in this country are, are, are SMEs or micro businesses. Did you ever think about your footprint? Did you ever think about what you were doing? Um, only in passing. So, um, and traditionally over my kind of 20, 25 years, I've spent an awful lot of time in a car, on a train or on a plane. So, know, yeah, yeah. So I know that I've got a footprint, but it was it was only really through uh, through conversations with James to actually really understand that yes there is a, an ability to be able to do this and I think that that kind of focus on the micro businesses small businesses self-employed um, individual homeowners who can make that difference but it takes people to actually do that and I researched that and I didn't necessarily find it easy until I spoke to James about how to make that happen and that was one of the things that I think will hopefully improve over the coming months and and years ahead to make it easy because if it's not easy people won't do it james talk us through what what you said to pete when he said look yeah i want to do this because he's a typical example of many of the businesses out there who he, he nailed it there you think it's for the big boys but no actually if we all do a little bit but it's very difficult to know where to start when you're a, when you're a small business so what what conversations did you have with james and how did the conversation around the standard also come up 
Yeah, exactly, Summit. And I think um, the points that Pete make are very common, as you say, across typical SMEs um, and micro businesses. They believe it's for the big boys. They believe it costs a lot of money and they believe they haven't got the time to uh, really look into this. Uh, effectively, that's where our service in partnership with the Future Net Zero standard comes in because you know, for us, we're a business that's built on relationships and in knowing Pete and having used his services of old, we spoke about, you know, longer term goals, short term goals and medium term goals and quickly established that the future net zero standards associated and accompanied to sustainable business services, ongoing management service can provide Chile and Pete and that low cost service that helps them understand what their carbon footprint is, and that is an ongoing managed service that then can provide them advice, support, ongoing to help them reduce that carbon footprint. And I think Pete was quite surprised about, I guess, the the hands-on approach that we deliver and the really ease of use and display of the Future Net Zero standards uh, to enable him to do that at a reasonable cost. And that was the aim of the standard, that it's something that you can do. You know, we've priced it. So if you, if you did the whole package, it's about £2 a day, you know, less than a pound of a price of coffee. How did you find using the software? And was it surprising when, you know, hopefully it didn't take you too long to start to get that benchmark of the first month and then you move on and it's, it's a bit easier. But how have you found that process? Because that's the one thing we want to make sure that for businesses, it doesn't take up all your time. It lets you do your actual job, which is building your business. Exactly that. You know, we found the initial conversations with Chile were the ones where we're trying to understand their business and their long term goals. They've got some really good plans to offset gold standard offset and support some environmental causes as well. And uh, we we looked at what they were doing and are doing and the dashboard, the future net zero standard really enables us as a managing partner of Chile to do that in a really efficient way, but that enables us to provide them the data um, when they need it so they can provide that to stakeholders, suppliers, et cetera, to show what they're doing. And the, the, the dashboard and standard make that a really uh, simple and an effective management tool for us. Pete, have you used the actual dashboard yourself or have you left it to Chile and just handed over your data? Because there are two ways it can work. And, and that's that's really what we've designed it for, whether you work with a company like, like James's or whether you do it yourself. Yeah, I, I love the fact that I don't have to do it myself. Because as, a, <laughs> as, a, as a micro business, you, you set up because you're good at a discipline. You know, yeah. uh, I happen to be good with people, um, but I'm not an accountant. I'm not a marketeer. I'm not a, a sustainability specialist. So the fact that it can give me that measurement and because I've got a commercial background, if you can't measure it, you can't improve it is, is kind of a, a mentality. So I, I can access that data really quickly and easily. I can I can see where we're heading and, and what their flow is um, and where some improvements can be. And if I can't see it, I know that James will definitely tell me in advance of me seeing it. And that's kind of where that relationship piece with the data works brilliantly to allow where the potential of where we could go to to just expand so much more you know i never imagined that my mindset would be where it is now i didn't imagine that three months ago i just wanted to do something to contribute and and getting an accreditation getting a certification getting a measurement to it enables me to think very differently about what's ahead one thing we've designed this to be is to help you as a business pete 
you know, get more business. Because as the world changes, your bigger supply companies will be asking you for what you're doing around environmental sustainability and net zero. Do you think the standard will help you in terms of hopefully winning business? Because you can actually prove, A, what your footprint is and now the steps you'll take to try and reduce it. Yeah, and I think in, in all honesty, there's a part of me that feels slightly uncomfortable about the promotion of, of the business in that way because it's not I'm not doing it for that purpose. Um, having said that, I'm a business and if we if we fail, then I'm not going to be able to make any positive contribution. So where where it really works, where, where any business relationship works is where there's a, an, an alignment of values. And when we work, and we, our work is with SMEs and blue chips and depending on what they put out there into the market and their culture will depend on how important this is to them. So it certainly enables us to have a, a, a different conversation than most of our competitors, which is great, but also have a different contact within our competitors because we've now started to reach out to sustainability leaders to say, hey, we're a training provider that does a lot of work physically and virtually, but we can measure the carbon footprint of our activity is that of interest to you? So it's really early days in terms of those conversations, but it's a different conversation, a different value add. So it can only be a good thing for us. And the final point to you, Pete, is also that, you know, the way we see the market is that all of us as businesses, it's the same as you have to have insurance. One day to have a contract, someone's going to say to you, what's your carbon? And it may become legislation fairly soon within the next five years. So hopefully the standard might give you a, a head start in that because Everyone have to start measuring. Do you, do you see that kind of a future coming up where, you know, your supply company will go, right, I'm going to use Chile, but you've got your insurance. Have you got your carbon reporting before we do business with you? Yes, I can see that being the case for sure. Um, and I hope that when everybody ticks that box, it's all done with the with a great set of intentions rather than, oh, it's just a box ticking exercise. You know, uh, if, it, if it's got that, I tick a box, this is legislative, but this is why we're doing it. And this is important to us, then the benefit kind of collectively will be so much greater. But yeah, I do see that as being a, a, a point of entry for many contractual arrangements that we'll, we'll face in, in the short term as much as the medium term. I mean, it's early days of the standard, James, but you know, obviously it's great that you guys are promoting it and great that Pete's sort of signed up to it. But that is kind of where we see the, the future. Do you believe that it will start to become part of business? You know, the idea of what your carbon is, is going to be part of the same as your PL and same as kind of, you know, what your customers say, you, you, you're going to have to say, right, here, here's where, here, here's where I am and what I'm doing to reduce my impact. I absolutely do. I was on a webinar last week with a number of the Northern Council sustainability leads who all talked about the fact that they're, the way that they procure contracts is changing and will continue to change and will be the same across the whole of the country. And I think gone are the days of just what is the lowest price. Um, it is now about potentially, you know, some of those larger contracts being broken up so more local companies can engage. And also within that, proposals will absolutely need to factor in what that company is doing in the local area from an environmental, a sustainability perspective and being able to provide a dashboard view of their carbon footprint and what their plans are uh, over the short and long term to make an impact on their environment will be an absolute integral part to, to you know, 
both large and smaller scale tendering as we move forward. James, uh, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for supporting us, obviously. And Pete, good luck with your business and hopefully the standard will help you in progressing as well. Thanks for your That's time great. today, gents. Thanks so much. You have been listening to a promoted podcast from Future Net Zero. Please follow us on social media and subscribe to the website at www.futurenetzero.com. Future Net Zero. Better business, better planet.